Songezo Mapete on SAFM. Before we talk to the Deputy Chairperson of the NCOP, SAFM celebrates its 85th birthday with a competition. Please, please, please don't say I don't do nice things for you at 5 past 9. Just make sure you're listening because SAFM will be giving away 100,000 rands worth of shopping vouchers in the SAFM 85th birthday competition. To stand your chance of winning your share, simply follow the following steps. And those following steps follow at 20.05, following the news. I hope you follow. Miss Sylvia Lucas, good evening, Mama. Thank you so much for joining us. Deputy Chairperson of the National Council of Provinces. Good evening and good evening to you. I don't know that. I'm Considering that August is Women's Month, today we establish what Parliament has done for the women of South Africa in order to ensure a gender-sensitive allocation of resources to enable effective implementation of programs aimed at benefiting women, girls, children and other vulnerable sectors of people in the country. Is the work of Parliament, is the question, going to an acceptable or going at an acceptable pace? Are women at grassroots seeing the benefits from these changes and to the extent that these things are happening, let us refer to some classic examples that society ought to be proud of so that we can be inspired by such to roll out better socioeconomic outcomes for the country. I do understand that Miss Lucas is back. Sylvia, are you there? Good evening. Uh, yes, I'm here. Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, I've just read out the work of Parliament insofar as it relates to Women's Month, but specifically I would like us, please, to focus on the resource allocation and distribution, especially minding this question coming from me to you as the representative of the provinces. There are many provinces in this country, nine, and each of them have unique challenges to what they believe will be the way out of some of the difficulties they are faced. With a slant towards the woman, what can you say are the core issues that the NCOP is dealing with in addressing some of the social plights that women in the country are facing? We as the NCOP and also Parliament, uh, during 2019, we had a women's parliament and we realized that in 1994, there was a, a women's charter that was developed by the women of South Africa and where they especially focus on about 12 focus areas, like women in local government, like women in education, like women in the environment, issues of violence and crime. That is what they focus on. And we have also seen that uh, there was generally many policy areas that tried to respond to the issues that was raised in the Women's Charter. But we have also realized that uh, to actually in line with the current situation, we will have to do a kind of a review to see whether women of South Africa really is experiencing the changes and also if whether the, the policy areas, particularly uh, gender at local government level, gender at the provincial level, the national gender machinery, whether it is actually in actual fact working for us as the women of South Africa. So we started the review process over 15 months and we actually went to all the provinces in a, on a virtual platform, also physically before the lockdown, to start to actually assess whether there is really a, a progress that has been made. We have also uh, assessed the issues of legislation, whether there is enough uh, 
implementation power within our legislation and that is being developed. But after going around and and consulting with women all over the country, we realize that there is still so, so, so much that needs to be done to make sure that particularly we address the issues of equality, just equality, something like, for instance, equal pay for equal work, which is something that is not happening. Something like, in terms of customary law, how women women's rights are being respected, how it is being upheld, it is not happening. Something like, for instance, poverty, because the face of poverty in South Africa is a woman, black and African, for that matter, generally. So that is the kind of, 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 of and particularly also the issue of education and skills, that is uh, the kind of challenges that women highlighted through their plight. How the judiciary is dealing with them, how they are be, uh, the media is dealing with issues of women, how women are being uh, like uh, kind of, of, of not being taken seriously, and also how do we address the ambiguity on issues with regards to women, children, and particularly young people. And we have actually done this roadshow, and we have seen that really there are many things that the problem is that if you put a document like the Women's Charter, and it is just a document of intent, but it doesn't necessarily spell out strategic areas and how it should be implemented. It is where you are beginning to get a problem. And all the provinces were involved. We took it district to district. And that is what we have done. And that is how we, we came up now with a reviewed product that will tell and that will assist also in how we must address the issues around women. Like I said, like gender, gender budgeting, like equal pay, areas of the, the role of the private sector, the role of, 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 of gender and local government. And that is the kind of issues that we have, that we have found. That is what we must keep ourselves with, even within the pandemic. And that is why within the, 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 the NCOP, we started to have processes and programs where we called minister, minister, different ministers to come and up, uh, account on issues like, for instance, how far are we with the implementation, say, for instance... Let me interrupt the, you, uh, please, um, Ms. Lucas, simply because I have to take an ad break now, but I will return to the point that you're addressing in terms of getting members of the executive to account in specific terms to the provinces in gender-specific responses by way of policy or other government programs to try and make sure, not just in August, but for the other 11 months, that the woman question in South Africa is better addressed progressively. Of course, do expect our callers to participate, and they shall do so on Johannesburg 714-2006 after the break. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. We're back. We are live. We are on the phone with Ms. Sylvia Lucas, Deputy Chairperson of the National Council of Provinces, talking to us about the work of Parliament in addressing the woman question in the country. And woman, of course, includes girl children. Madam Deputy Chairperson, if I can just engage what you have said so far before you continue where you had left off about getting accountability from certain office bearers in the executive. You mentioned that this is a woman's charter of 1994, and you've been on the road for some 15 months now to review it. Does that sound as something that is okay to tell the people? Unless there's something you have missed, but is it correct that you are now doing a review of a 94 document? Yes, 
we are doing a review of the 94 document because their document was like a, a document of demand. And now what we have, what we have decided to do is to, see, to review how far the government can respond to their document of demand. And the first thing that we did is to, we actually direct women from all the different provinces at the level of the NCSP, at the level of parliament, to first and foremost assess the national gender machinery. Whether sure. it's working for us, whether it is being, it is, it is, it is actually on track with regards to the issues of women. Because we will, we will claim to say that we have 46% representation in parliament of women, but then you go out to an area, to an area in Kwasi Natal, and you find that women are complaining about a very, very Here's why I asked that question, ma'am. Put differently, is this the first such review? Or have there been reviews of this kind before, between 94 and now? Between 94 and now, I, 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 I will not say there was actually reviews of the specific document. But what was happening between 94 and now, and now is that Parliament, particularly through the multi-party women's caucus and through the Committee on Women and other, uh, and other uh, uh, designated groups, has been doing oversight over the executive to see how far we have come. No, I accept that it would be doing that because ultimately it's an embedded mandate within the work of the executive Mm. together with its many officers. But insofar as it Mm. relates to it being a review specifically on this document, the reason why this document itself, I mean, it's it's, it's not a 94 document, it's a very old document which became a policy document. I mean, this was 17 April 1954, the Women's Charter was adopted, right? And it became a 1994 ANC yes. policy document in terms of yes. how it's going to roll out the woman question in the country. But, now, but I've I asked the question in specific there, terms. I must, I must correct you there. This was not an ANC document. The Federation of South African Women. Okay, I beg your pardon. It's, 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 it's the Federation of South African Women document. The point is, this is the point, Ms. Lucas. It is a 94 document. It is now the first time in 27 years there's a review on that document and it's engaging questions like equal pay these are the very same questions that among other things were being marched about in 1956 all of these things including culture and how it has a role to subjugate women these are questions that are old how could we or why only now are such questions based on that document of 1994 shall we refer to it only being engaged now why has that not been central to the mission of this democratic government, given that it knows precisely from where it comes in the dark days of apartheid and now within the struggle, the woman question was a superior question insofar as it relates to discrimination and inequality and all things anti-social about a South African society. Why now? This, this Is it not too late? This document has been a guiding document the democratic dispensation. That is why, after 25 years, when we reviewed the document, we took into account as to how far, with regards to the different articles, there was implementation. But now we are seeing a different era, different priorities. So let us look into the very same document and use it as a guideline to see whether it is still on track with regards to what is currently happening. But that document sits as a guideline throughout. Because if you go and you look at the policy, you look at the, at the, at the legislation and everything, you see 
there's issues of equal education and all of that. But issues that, and even the fact that you see women now in construction and women in the environment and all of that, it was the driving document for that. The issue was this. Now 25 years later, because it was 25 years later, 2019, now 25 years later, let us go out and assess whether this, this we are still on track or whether there are new priorities that need to be included in this specific to see whether we need to look. Because we are now in, a, in an era of technology. We are in an era of social media. We are in a different era altogether. Yes. But are we moving? With the women. And that is the reason for the for the review. The review is a, it, it specifically to see whether if we have this guiding document, are we still on track and what needs to be changed, what needs to be different. And that is why we have the, the assessment. And I think from time to time, it should have been important to assess, possibly to review the document. But our finding process here is indeed, there is a lot of progress that has been made. But what is new? And what need to what more need to be done? And that is why we are at the point where we are now in this time around we say it will not just be a document of intent or a document of demand. We will put in strategic objectives to say but this is the the, the article, this is the, the 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 necessary point from where we want to move, but this is how we want to see it implemented. And I think this process coincided uh, 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 coincided with the national strategic plan of government. It coincided, All right. and that is why we could we are coming back. We, could, we are coming back to our test. Ms. Lucas, we have to end because it is okay. 21 hours. It is time for news. Unfortunately, we cannot carry on, but.